0: Welcome, and thank you for listening to the 9-7 podcast,
1: where we talk about our journey from 9-7 to now. We are your hosts, Richard and
0: Mary Robinson,
1: though we aren't relationship experts.
0: We've learned a lot along the way since 9-7. Oh, hello, everyone. Hey, everyone. It's good to have you back with our podcast. Mm Mm-hmm. We appreciate you all listening in. So, my dear, what are we talking about today? Stress. Stress. What's that? That didn't what? come out as Angry clearly City, as a... That? La, la, la. Oops. Stress. There oh, we go. That was a little,
2: a little better. better. <laughs> yeah, that
1: was a little better. <laughs>
0: that made me sound like I ain't carrying <laughs> no to
1: What was happening? <laughs> and
2: was after happening. I got all
0: flattered the other day when I was singing... And our little Aria was like, oh, I thought that when the lady came in on the radio. Oh, yeah. She said, I just thought mommy was singing again. I was like, what? Mm-hmm. You thought that was me? And mm-hmm. then I come on here to sound like I was rubbing for prats in my throat this mm-hmm. morning. <laughs> mm-hmm. <sighs> oh, yes. Stress. Stress is a beast. Is it? For me, it is.
1: I think, I think stress is a... Uh... It's hard for a lot of people, but um uh, what are what are some of your stressors? What are some things that stress you?
0: Well, I guess one of the things would be just like trying to make the best decisions and and all that that involves another would be trying to parent appropriately, especially. Because all of our, all three of our kiddos are so different, and they require different types of parenting. Uh, what about you?
1: Everything stresses me.
0: Everything stresses. What? Yeah,
1: everything has some level of stress to it. Cause uh, kids, being an entrepreneur, having a day job, being married, being a son, being the only.
0: I hear that. I mean, yeah. I'm not an only, but I, I understand.
1: Yeah, all of, all of that carries some mm-hmm. stress with it that's ever-present. I think the thing is uh, how do you deal with it or how do you handle it?
0: True. Cause I mean, because I only named two. Yeah,
1: yeah, but I know you, you said got more. some
0: of the things, not everything. Yeah,
1: I mean, I didn't name everything. I just named the ones <laughs> that were on the forefront of my mind, because yeah. they're kind of, they're kind of always there for me. Yeah. They're, I'm always, I'm always thinking about them at some point, Uh kind of like in my quiet moments during the day, each one of those things gets a little bit of that time. Yeah. You know.
0: But do you think that you stress about them? Like, well, let me ask you this. How do you define stress? Like what is your definition of I'm stressed?
1: Um I think it's when I start feeling boxed in. But I do recognize, excuse me. <coughs> mm-hmm. I do recognize that there are you know two types of stress, that there's positive and negative stress. So Absolutely. Not all stress is terrible. Right. But You know, it is always there. And because there's always a flow of stress, Mm -hmm. there are times when other things come in, not even necessarily additional stressors. Mm -hmm. But one of those things that I mentioned inflates or something like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, because I think of it, I think of a lot of things with the analogy of a pipe and water flowing through. Mm -hmm. So if there's a constant level of stress, it's like a constant level of pressure in the pipe, mm-hmm. right? When there's too much stress, that pipe gains more pressure, and the resulting leak mm-hmm. is when I would say I'm stressed. Um. Yeah. Because I'm not controlling the flow anymore, and. I mean, control might be a bad word for it. Cause some of these things are out of my control. Like I couldn't control being an only child,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know what I'm saying? But I think dealing with some of the stressors as they're coming in and, and mitigating that becomes hyper important.
0: Right. Like how to handle this versus or this with that. It's never like a versus. It's yeah, always yeah. just things you need to take care of. Yeah. What's,
1: what's that commercial? It's, there's some commercial where it was like, that it's always and not or. Right. It's like that. It's mm-hmm. always it's always and. Yep. And well, so, I, I and if somebody the, know what that commercial is, leave it in the comments. Yeah,
0: because I, I I do recall the commercial, but I have no idea what it was. Mm-hmm. But I did look up the definition of stress. Okay. And, I mean, it's a little wordy, but, the synopsis is stress is your body's reaction. That can be physical or emotional, to a challenge or a demand.
1: Okay, so so look, you don't you don't googled it before. I can ask you what's what's your definition of stress? Uh uh-huh. You know, I see sometimes you I get
0: prepared. There. I see what you did there. But yeah, so cheating. It's not cheating. It's research. <laughs> I'm very good at that. But um, yes, it's it's the way that you react to something that. Is, I mean, in, in, even in the definition, a challenge or a demand, when are you, if you're never being challenged or demanded upon, <laughs> if that's the proper way to state it, it's like you're not fully living at a certain level of fulfillment, I would say. Because if you're super comfortable and you're never being challenged or demanded upon, <laughs> Um, just roll with that. Just mm-hmm. just, 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 go just with roll it. with me. Yeah, just go with it. Um, then you're too comfortable. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like we've learned in the last four or five years, comfort is, what was the way that we used to say it? Comfort is, oh, I forgot. Like a trap? Yeah, but it was a very eloquent way that we had put it a couple years ago. And it was great. Overrated. Comfort is overrated. Oh. Mm-hmm. because if you're too comfortable then i could then question are you really growing yeah yeah as a person if you're too comfortable
1: no not not to completely change subjects but you know i agree with that up to a point as i've gotten older i think there is a point when
0: you can just have a
1: when you can just be comfortable
0: homeostasis so to speak
1: yeah when you can just be at ease, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like I'm not saying that if you're in your retirement years you need to stop growing, but I'm just saying the 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 infinite growth model that we tend to have uh in the US is not I don't think is a a positive, you know what I'm saying?
0: I I I, I hear what you're saying when you say that and you've had, you've said that before like you're not going to infinitely be able to grow. But I do think that you're always evolving. Yeah. So even if you're at a level of quote unquote comfort, that doesn't mean that you can't evolve.
1: Yeah. 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 But I think I think the two is like internal versus external. I think you evolve internally and growth generally, I think, is referred to as something you do external. You know what I'm saying? I, I've grown my wealth but I've evolved as a person you know what I'm saying I think you I think you can evolve as a person up until the moment you you know leave the planet but I think growth is growth has limits you know Interesting. I think you can I think because you know your body has limits at some point you're too old or not able to efficiently not that you can't but you can't efficiently accomplish certain tasks. I mean, that's that when you pass
0: you along then. you become the dictator of the task. Like, <clears throat> you come do this thing. Yeah. So yeah. you've evolved. Like, you've grown into a new role.
1: Yeah, but then even that role, at some point, you can't effectively and efficiently dictate the things that keep you in that competitive sphere. You see what I'm saying?
0: I I do, but I think I just disagree.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. I mean, because at, at some point, you know, like Bill Gates stepped away from Microsoft at some point, right? Because mm-hmm. I think at at some point, either he lost interest or he got to a point where the market was moving in a way that he wasn't as effective as he was in the past. Mm-hmm. So he moved on to something else. Right
0: so moving on to something else like he grew out of that position in his mind like i've done that thing but now i see this other thing that i want to be more involved in
1: yeah but the thing that he's more involved in doesn't have the um i guess the clout maybe that's not the right word
0: but even still that's an opinion yeah like, for him, it may be more fulfilling than the role that Microsoft. saw. I'm pretty sure For him it is. personally.
1: I'm pretty sure it is.
0: So, I mean, like, you know, you're constantly evolving. Like, in Michelle Obama's book, when she's talking about becoming. Because you're never just this thing. You can always become something new. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, it's a constant evolution. Do I agree that certain... You can't stick in the same exact lane... You're going to outgrow, yes. Like when people talk about, I know we're all in technology now and not really talking about stress as much, but um, when people talk about um, technology companies needing to continue to, more, continue to do more, continue to do more, continue to do more, I agree with you in that that's not necessarily the case. if they're But they're constantly refining what they've already done. Mm-hmm. And that's still a, a, a growth there Mm -hmm. but it's not necessarily innovating is the word they always say they're not innovating they're not innovating Mm -hmm. but if they're constantly evolving what it is that they've already done they're making it better Mm -hmm. but anyway back to stress Mm -hmm. so what are some of the ways that you handle like what are some of the things that you do to handle the effects of Stress, and we're talking more about like the stress that you know bogs us down, makes us feel a little you know out of sorts because positive stress is one thing we know that exists, it's net, it doesn't really you know impact us in a negative way if it's the positive stress. But how do you handle the negative stress?
1: Well, I think, I think for me, when it comes to stress, good or bad um the flow is the most important thing the the intake of it all so i'm always i'm constantly aware of how much stress i have not that i can control it in any real way Mm -hmm. but um i've kind of structured not necessarily a daily routine but a routine that i fall into that helps me manage stress so you know quiet time is really important to managing stress mm-hmm. uh, for me um really hot showers help with stress for whatever reason mm-hmm. um i mean when i was when I used to work out a whole lot working out helps with stress um that's true being creative helps me with stress a lot so um if I'm sketching or drawing or something like that mm-hmm. um, something that doesn't involve words or A certain level of thought but like drawing a picture where I have creative freedom to put whatever on the screen I want without any critique right Mm -hmm. so if I want to draw stick people or if I just want to draw rectangles it's Mm -hmm. fine but the act of just moving that pencil and creating whatever random thing falls out of my head Mm -hmm. that that kind of creative freedom is is really uh, a good stress reducer um, and a really good um, story-driven video game helps a lot too. That's that's even something.
2: the scary ones.
1: Yeah, even the scary <laughs> ones. Uh, it's some it's something. Uh, what's the word? Cathartic. Mm-hmm. In in playing the video games because they have those trophies, and then uh, it's a lot of video games. At least for me, being a, a child of the '80s. Or a child of the 90s, whatever one it is. What is it? If you're born in the 80s, you're a child of the 90s. Child, don't give me the line. Oh, well, whatever that is. You know, having grown up with, like, Nintendo and stuff like that, is is a part of me that I can kind of switch off, fall into this other universe or whatever, and, you know, be that character in that situation at that moment. You know what I'm saying? And when you're playing something like, the Last of Us Two or you know, Call of Duty or something like that. Whatever you're thinking about is not the most important thing to the guy on the screen that's ducking the monsters or mm-hmm. dodging the bullets. Or so even even if you talk about Mario, you know what I'm saying? You fall into Mario with all the bright colors and stuff like that. And the most important thing to Mario is is saving
0: princess the princess.
1: You know what I'm saying? And so it gives you a time to put that for me, I can put that in the forefront of my brain, move the problems, you know, to a background thread and let them simmer. But sometimes. then when
0: you're done, they're still there, so like how do you deal with it? Or is just the time to let it marinate so to speak good enough for then you to be able to tackle them?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's is the quiet time and the showers and all that stuff is is time to gain perspective. Got it. You know what I'm saying? Playing Mario or Last of Us, putting it on that background thread gives it gives me time to gain perspective mm-hmm. because Mario or whatever game I'm playing can be used for me mentally as a metaphor for where does my problem fit in? And even sometimes I apply it to the game. Like, I'm playing Last of Us. You know, I got to go through this building with these monsters in it that's jumping out the walls or whatever. And I go, where does my real life problem of X, you know, if I'm doing this situation, where would that problem be in that situation? Mm -hmm. And every once in a while, you know, that's when you'll say, you know what? It's not as big of a deal as I'm making it out to be. Right. Or if I would just do x you know what i'm saying which sometimes is not easy um the problem will go away but sometimes you don't want to do x right you know what i'm saying but i think taking the time to move it because as long as it's in the forefront of your mind Mm -hmm. you can't think of anything else it's kind of like at least for me stress can be kind of like i'm in a room with a door right and it's one of those situations where I'm pushing the door, pushing the door, pushing the door, but it's a pull. Right. Well, because I'm standing so close to the door.
0: You can't even tell.
1: I can't tell and I can't see the sign. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So when I walk to the other side of the room, sit down and, and, you know, proverbially cry about it. When I look up, I notice there's a big old sign that says pull. And mm-hmm. it's like, you just been in this room. pushing this door pushing this door all you had to do was pull it yeah you could have left an hour ago right and i think that's what happens when problems get stuck in the forefront of your mind or or more importantly when you have a problem that stresses you out Mm -hmm. that stress causes it to get stuck in the forefront of your mind
0: true
1: so i think i think that's that's one of the things um and another thing, strangely enough, my profession, I think, has helped me with stress a lot because, you know, being a software engineer, you notice know when I was coming up through the ranks, you know, with a lot of deadlines and late nights and and late night deployments or early morning deployments and stuff like that, um, you know, or engineering yourself into a corner, mm-hmm. you know, my, the world famous walks around downtown Norfolk. Right. I think that that also helped me learn how to manage stress, also, because you're sitting in the building eight, ten hours a day.
0: Yeah, the change of scenery, the fresh air, the you know the activity of your limbs, the mm-hmm. exercise heart, exercise heartbeat increasing, yeah. yeah.
1: And walking with somebody, like I would drag somebody out the office with me, and literally talk about everything but Mm -hmm. what the actual problem is.
0: Even even, here, when you're stressed and I'm looking at you and I'm like, come over here and sit down. In your office there's a couch and we're like, come over here and sit down. And first you'll dig in your heels. No, no, I need to figure it out. Mm And I'm like, no. Come over here and sit down. Or I'll be like, let's go sit on the porch. And we'll go outside and Mm -hmm. sit on the porch. Or I'll be like, help me what are the plants, or something of mm-hmm. that nature, and just to get you away from the screen mm-hmm. so you can stop digging in your heels mm-hmm. and do something different. And then you come back and you're like, oh, Right there, I forgot the comma.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's <laughs> usually after I don't talk to the rubber ducky, right? After I don't talk to the kids because they be in and out the office and I tell them the problem because you know sometimes they come with real answers. Well, why don't you just? start over, or why don't you read it again?
0: Right, like, maybe there's one line that messed up.
1: hmm You know, I, I, you know, one time, uh, Amari jokingly was like, oh, it's probably just a semicolon. I don't even know if she knew what a semicolon was, but that was the answer. hmm So, you know, just things like that. But I think those are the things that, you know, for me, when it comes to stress, and those are just some of the things that that stress that is that constant stress kind of like gravity almost yeah. you know what i'm saying It's always there so you almost you almost don't feel it until it gets
0: too much
1: too much you know what about you
0: so for me it's something truly beautiful when you realize that you can just be a hundred percent yourself with a person and you can just talk about it. So, like, one of the things that I do probably most often is I just talk to you. <laughs> because I I know that if I just say, look, I'm really stressed, I can just be 100% honest and tell you every little thing that I'm frustrated about or stressed about. I always joke with you, but I'm serious when I say you're my first and favorite therapist because... <laughs> I know that I can just sit and just talk and tell you what I'm stressed about. Whether you give me a response or not, it's just helpful to just be able to be 100% chill and talk. So that's one of my favorite things to do for a stressful matter, even if it's stressful with you. Even though sometimes I'll dig my heels in and won't talk about it. And in those moments, that's when I'll throw in, like, I'll go outside in the garage and punch the punching bag. Or clean the garage. Or start doing laundry, even though it doesn't need to be done. Like, just something to occupy my mind. Kind of like you with playing video games and things of that nature. Because you just need to occupy your mind on something very different at the time. Or I'll throw my headphones on and then just get lost in music and start doing exercise, jump rope, or something like that, so that I can again, like you, get the heart rate going. Um, listening to music, because music has always just been something that I enjoy, and sometimes I forget that. Like, just throw on some music, you'll it'll it'll calm you down enough to really deal with whatever the stressor is. But then, even still, after all of that, I still just come back and talk. (laughs) So, like, you know, even if it's to do with you, I mean, which is the right thing to do anyway, Mm -hmm. you know, but I, I like to try to make sure that I'm clear on what it is that I am stressed about if it has to do with you. If it has to do with something other than you, I'll just word vomit and just say it all, whether it's judgmental or, or I'm completely wrong in it. And usually I'll say in the word vomit, I know I'm wrong, but this is how I feel, you know? what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> But if it has to directly deal with you, I try to do something else first to gather my thought, be more precise in what I feel. And then I'll bring that to you because I'm like, I'm stressed about this particular thing. I don't know how to deal with it right now. Maybe we can work through it together. And it took me a while to get to that point. I'm Mm. not saying that that's been a 20... How long has it been? 20 what?
1: 23. Almost 23.
0: 23. I'm like, that's not been a 20... uh, That's not been 23 years of doing that. That's been more like maybe two years. (laughs) (laughs) Of being able to do that. But just to say, hey... I'm really upset I'm really frustrated I'm feeling a lot of stress about X can you just come listen
1: yeah I think that's an important distinction because um, when when your spouse is the person who's causing the stress how do you deal with that because you live with that person so then that stress will you know it's kind of is uh, is always there but it's always there in a I'm a to punch you in the face kind of way. Well, darn. Because it's just, you know, <laughs> you know, if if they're stressing you out and especially if it's like an action or something that they're doing, right, and nobody's a mind reader, they may not know that it stresses you out. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like,
0: oh, so you're saying like that stressor is something that's there, yeah. like hitting you in the face yeah. all the time.
1: Yeah, because then every time you turn the corner and see him, it's yeah. like, oh, bam. I'm stressed yeah. again because, you know, whatever it is, whether it's indecisiveness or right, so whatever the the thing is, because it could be anything depending on you know, a trillion different yeah, variables. Yeah, it, it could
0: be anything. But anything then, that's what is it challenging or demanding every yeah, time?
1: Exactly, and and then you live with them so that you see them all the time, and every time you see them, it could in you know be an internal trigger that. He still hasn't made a decision about X. Yeah. Or and
0: decisions are big stressors for me at least. Like. Because I just don't want to make the wrong decision.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We, we were talking about that. But uh, you know. I think the, the interesting thing about that is. You know. like Like we did at the beginning of this segment. Define wrong decisions. You don't have to do it right now. Yeah. But I think that's one of the really big things that I think in the way of communication and stressors because because like even when like to go back to what you were saying when I'm stressed about something that's with you I really go through the multiple steps because for me the first thing I want to identify is am I projecting
0: right which is key right like because a lot A lot of disagreements start from projection. Mm -hmm. Like, this is something that I'm really feeling, but instead of dealing with me, I'm going to put that on you as if it were something that you were doing. And then badger you about it. Mm -hmm. Even though you don't have a clue what what that thing is. Mm
1: -hmm. And And I think sometimes, like, work and older parents and all these kind of different things can... Can flood in on you at certain times, especially certain times of the year, yeah, and then you get stressed about it, you know and and then and you know then there's you know the variable of twenty twenty so far, you know, so you got all your normal stressors plus twenty twenties stressors, and then I leave a sock in the floor. And now was like right. you I, never pick up your socks. I have
0: to pick up after <laughs> these kids. Okay, maybe I did have four. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean we don't stress about stuff like that. But, but I'm just, but I'm just saying what it could saying. be a trigger and now is
1: yes. not the sock really has nothing to do with it. Right. It's me projecting all these other emotions onto you yep. as a as almost a personification of my stress. Right. Um, so that's for me. That's one of the very first things that I do is try to try to make sure it's not me projecting, or is is not me ducking yeah. a, a weird feeling for whatever reason.
0: And in that me. really is like I was just just while you were talking, like replaying in my mind like that idea of this stress of being in a relationship and making the decisions and bringing bringing up things that you disagree with or you don't like or having to make a decision that you do not agree on um that's a that's a huge amount of stress one but that's also those are also times when you have to be introspective first like mm-hmm. if i'm going to bring this up knowing that it's going to cause tension, mm-hmm. which is stress. Mm-hmm. I need to make sure I'm doing it in a way that I, no matter how much I approach it with love, it's still going to cause stress. Mm-hmm. But I need to make sure that I am first fully aware of what it is that I'm bringing up. That it's not a projection and that it's something that I'm willing to try to deal with like come to a, a conclusion on mm-hmm. so that you're going into it saying i want a solution i want us to come up with a solution
1: it's it's kind of part of that all in mentality right? yeah right. Like,
0: it's got to be the we like we said before
1: yeah like oh okay here's the problem problem x but i need to take ownership of my feeling. My feelings and my involvement in problem X, then when I bring up problem X, I need to know as much about me when we're discussing the problem as I possibly can. And us make the almost make the assumption that she knows as much about herself,
0: exactly, and
1: how her role played into problem X while we're having this discussion,
0: right? And if, as the receiver of that problem so to speak if you need a moment
2: you got
1: to
0: be able to say you got to be able to say look I'm hearing you but I need to process mm-hmm. because you don't want to go into it defensive and ready to fight or fuss about it you have to then just give me a, give me a moment can we come back to it table it until tomorrow but don't leave it up in the air. Mm-hmm. You know, give it, give it, give it some specifics because mm-hmm. you just don't want to leave it up in the air. Because mm-hmm. we've done that before, and then it's that thing that's lingering. Like the next time you have a disagreement, that thing keeps coming back because you never gave it its time, you your time yeah. to process it and come back to it.
1: Yeah, you never really put a. You never put an attempted solution in place because even that's better than no solution. Yeah,
0: something is better than nothing.
1: Yeah, if you show up and like, all right, well, every every night for 40 minutes, we're going to sit down and hold hands or whatever it is you think you need to do. And and it's better to do that and watch it fall apart and not work than to just be like, we're just not going to address it at all. Right. And nobody knows what the what the answer to this yeah. to this problem is, but that's that's a really good point, because um, I think that the other thing, what was the other thing that you had said earlier too?
0: Oh, what never mind. What? I had
1: another thought, but it escapes me now. Before we before we started talking about um, introspection, but it's it's not a big deal. Oh, it was something that you said that I was like, oh man, I got to remember to come double back to that, but. <laughs> Getting, I'm about to be 40. So,
0: I know yeah. it's your birthday almost. Yeah. I know
1: every time you say that, I hear um, Thor Ragnarok when he it's old. your birthday because yeah. <laughs> it's said because it was him <laughs> saying it's, it's my birthday, so every time you say. It's your birthday I hear.
0: It's my birthday
1: and then the fireworks and stuff. Do, 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 yeah. Do a little techno. <laughs> yeah. So crazy. So crazy.
0: <laughs> We're not going on the, um spaceship though. No, no, if not you that. See s- Thor Ragnarok, you know, know why. why? Not that spaceship.
1: <laughs> but um but yeah, the the other thing I think um is really important in those situations when you're stressed um is to not lash out. Yes. Because that that will absolutely it brings back old what's the thing kids say i'm um, rubber your glue whatever you something,
0: say something um, nuts, whatever, whatever you say, say bounces off me and, and slaps me you or something. or something like that <laughs> yeah
1: so but that's that's what lashing out does yeah at least at least in our relationship when one of us is stressed and you lash out it immediately makes that person put up a defensive shield and then for the rest of the day any other lashing out you do just bounces back true. and slaps you in the face which makes you more stressed makes you more
0: because
1: now you're like well what's wrong with them and why they upset and i'm stressed and now i gotta deal with this one being upset too and you just start piling it on when in actuality you've done it to yourself
0: Yep, that's true
1: you know what i'm saying because That person ain't no up from down. Mm -hmm. And they got up that morning and it was like, good morning. And he was like, you ugly. And it was like. (laughs) What's good about it? Yeah. Where did that come from? You had no reason. No reason. But that
0: also happens when you let stuff linger. Yeah. And yeah. you don't bring it up. Because, I mean, if it's a couple of weeks ago, I don't remember what it was. Maybe a couple of months ago now. Stuff just be seeming like it was last week. Yeah, but 2020 like, is all one day. No, nah, but it seemed like... Remember we were talking about earlier how it seemed like last week we were, like, newlyweds. But that was literally almost 18 years ago. Oh, yeah, but, yeah. But um, this was probably a couple of months ago. And we were, like, beefing about something. I don't remember what it was but it was like you were mad I was mad and then like it was, I thought we went on for like maybe a day and a half and then by that evening of the second day we were like this is dumb like mm-hmm. <laughs> like why are we mad mm-hmm. and we talked about it we were like this is so stupid like
1: what are we even mad about right
0: like you're mad I'm mad all because we just didn't communicate well because we were I remember what it was we were um, in a frustrating moment because in ju- it was in July, and this past July was the we were supposed to take a big trip, just you and I. Oh, okay, yeah. And yeah. instead, you got this amazing opportunity mm-hmm. to work with the group that, that we were going to be go, involved go on with on the trip. Yeah. But it, And I was very excited about that on the business side of things because I'm like, man, this is fantastic. Mm-hmm. But on the personal side of things, I was just really disappointed. And then not only were you not going to enjoy this particular thing with me, I had to enjoy it alone because you would be working this mm-hmm. <laughs> that particular weekend. Mm-hmm. And instead of just talking about and then oh and then there were certain things that you did trying to guard my feelings there was stuff that i was trying to do to guard yours but still try to seem excited mm-hmm. and it just was like why are we upset like we should have just talked about this and we kind of laughed about it later we were like you're trying to guard my feelings but at the same time i'm trying to guard yours but we both feeling away about it mm-hmm. because we both missing out on like The core of our disappointment was the same thing. Mm -hmm. And if we would have just
1: started there,
0: there, it would have eliminated a lot of the negative feelings that we were having. Back
1: to being in the room with the pool door.
0: Right. Mm -hmm. So, like, we would have just started at Man, it just really sucks that 2020 happened. We couldn't take our grand vacation that we wanted to do you that we I. have been
1: planning since last year and we
0: were gonna like do it up mm-hmm. like first class give me the penthouse suite mm-hmm. i want it all this is me and my boo look
1: you know my word all inclusive
0: all inclusive
2: mm-hmm.
0: oh we want to stay amongst everybody else mm-hmm. but in the the hotness mm-hmm not really a penthouse. View, yeah, but, you know, that was I a follow. bit of an exaggeration. Yeah. But still, it was like the sweet version of the hotel, mm-hmm. not just the room version. Yeah,
1: not just the regular room. You we, know what I'm saying? We had got the the upper echelon. We were at pack- the
0: high-end packages. For everything. With across the, the board. With the, with the food in the room type thing. Mm-hmm. And we're going to fly first class because that's the way we want to roll this mm-hmm. time around.
1: Mm-hmm. And then, when and then, we got there, we had no reason to have a vehicle to drive, and we was gonna have all you can mm-hmm. eat and they was gonna have the the little um food on the on the on the bed when we got there, and the flowers in the yeah, room the and, flowers
0: in the flower bouquet mm-hmm. and the food on the table mm-hmm. and
1: the mint on the pillow and the, the mint, road
0: yeah mm-hmm. and then y'all know what 2020 brought Mm -hmm. so we couldn't go nowhere Mm -hmm. and then not only could we go nowhere then you get the hey
1: how about you help
0: how about you help put this thing on
1: from a technical perspective from a
0: tech perspective Mm -hmm. and then i'm sitting in the back downstairs with the babies trying to listen Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's Mm -hmm. like man that sucks but it's great it's great but it sucks (laughs)
1: i told you that's why i'm playing last of us because the way 2020 going i gotta don't say that
0: (laughs) but i mean but that was the the stressor that we were having and it was one of those things where it makes us laugh it made us laugh even then it makes us laugh now because it was like we again we did we jumped over the thing that was Just the real. The root problem. The real root of the problem. And we went straight to. Just being frustrated. Because we were in our feelings. And then projecting that on the other person. Mm -hmm. Because in my mind. I'm thinking. You just all in on this. And you don't even care that I was like. Excited about this trip. Even though. And then you trying to guard my feelings. And you were like. Well I can't do this. And I can't do that. Trying to make sure that I can be involved. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Because you were too upset you too were upset and trying to make sure that I wasn't going to be left out.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: So it was like, yeah. But then once we had the conversation, which did happen before the event, so Mm -hmm. we did get to level it out, Mm -hmm. but that it was that communication piece that we were, that we just skipped over in that one because it, again, dealing with the stress of 2020 in and of itself and the things that were happening around that time, It just, things just got out of whack.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Because then, you know, we got the trip, the lack thereof. Then it's all of the refunds, you know, Mm -hmm. all of the cancellations we got to do.
0: And then knowing back in, you know, May or April that it wasn't going to happen because, like, you can kind of foresee it at that point. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you already at that point, you're starting to deal with the grief of the loss. Mm Mm-hmm. Because so this was a year in the planning. Yeah, we have been planning this plus. since they made it a thing. Mm-hmm. So it was like, man. And then April roll around and you're like, maybe. No, nope. by mid April, you're like, it ain't.
1: It ain't. And so, so then th-
0: we're like, OK, refund, refund.
1: Dang. Mm-hmm. And then I was
0: really looking forward to and,
1: that. <laughs> and then and then the stresses of the refunds. Right. Because we can't act like that was smooth either, because, you know. You got these businesses; they missing out too. They like how many people are about to show up, right? And, I and mean, then not, they're Like,
0: I don't know if we're gonna give you your money. Yeah. No, well, the people that were putting on this particular event were are stellar people, so I wasn't concerned that they weren't going to give us the money back. But it was the concern of is the vendor gonna give them their money back?
1: Yeah, which could have which know, could
0: then affect it. But, whether
1: they cancel the whole thing altogether. Right. It was it was it was quite a it was quite a bit, but you're very, you're spot on there with the, we skipped the, the part that made sense, which is, if we just come together, held hands and grieved for, the time, because what we were missing was going to be the time that we got together right. alone, exactly, which we haven't had in twelve years, right? Plus,
0: like it's been point. a a long time. Not for that
1: duration, because right. that was about to be. That was like a week. Yeah, so, so we we didn't come together and collectively grieve over that, and then because we try to protect each other, trying to guard each other's feelings, I'm downplaying what I can and can't do. Right. You know, it's you're right. You were right. That was it. Was a whole lot, but when once we got to that endpoint and we're looking at the door, like it's a pull. Right. Then now, it was like, Oh, okay, we're good. It's a little it's a little joke. Like, man, you see me walk into that
0: door, mm-hmm. I hit that door hard. Like that girl on that um video we yeah. watched, nah. walking to that glass.
1: Mm-hmm. She hit it three times. That's that's something special right there. <laughs> you hit it three times. I don't know.
0: She walked through three different sections and hit the Jane. I'm like, come on girl, you ain't put your hand out first the next time Mm-mm. or something. And her <laughs> you friends, You ain't learned nothing. But her friends
1: was right there, they don't love her. Ain't nobody's like, girl. Don't go. That ain't the door,
0: girl. Stop.
1: They let her walk. <laughs> let her walk smack into it.
0: Yeah. But that and that projection piece is so huge. Like the more I think about it, early on, projection was a major issue.
1: Projection and la- lashing out. Yeah. Cause, uh, you know, even the most educated people or the most emotionally intelligent people don't always have the words. To adequately describe how they feeling and even even in conversation, you know, when you ask somebody how they're doing, that they, we have a very limited vocabulary. In, if you if you compare that against what you think, because mm-hmm. it's really hard. At least I know for me personally, converting a thought into words is one of the most magical things in all of humanity mm-hmm. to me because i know what i think and how visual it can be and how detailed it can be but getting that out is so much effort you know what i'm saying like and it's one of those things that i've been able to really really focus on at work and and you know at work in this meeting at web dmg That we work together Mm -hmm. in that, you know, trying to build out an application and explaining that to a developer who's not me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I see it in every nitpicky detail, Mm -hmm. but I'm trying to explain that to another person. And using words to do that is so almost mythological on how we do that. But...
0: And it's not easy to do
1: it's not easy to do and we have less words for our feelings compared to the range of emotion yep. people have you know you got i feel good i feel bad i'm feeling okay i'm feeling night nice. and then even when you get into word descriptors i'm angry i'm upset i'm happy but you know when when you got mad sad right or, or happy happy upset or grieving,
0: or anxious, excited. But then you also have anxious, frustrated. Yeah. And then you have anxious, angry. Like yeah. You can have all of those mixtures of emotion.
1: It's like colors.
0: Yeah, I'd seen a um. I'd seen a, it was like a visualization. It was kind of like a color wheel, where it had, I think, Miss um, Cab on stage had posted it, cause it had like. The, what, what you what most people would say and then it kinda of broke that down into different oh all, language. All
1: of the emotions that could
0: that you could possibly feel to try to help you to pinpoint your exact yeah. feeling. Like if you're feeling mad then breaking that down into like oh, yeah. what it could Fear be. It was pretty it was pretty all good. Those yeah. Um I think I screenshot it but I have so many pictures and screenshots I have no idea yeah. where it might be. Because
1: live, I because Language around emotions is like umbrella, yeah, style. yeah, it's an umbrella. How yep. you feeling? I'm mad, but what does mad What is
0: mad? What is that about? Like, be more specific, <laughs> yeah.
1: And then when you talk to people, sometimes, even, even you know, us talking to each other, or if we, you know, talk when we talk to the kids and they say, I'm mad, and then you say, mad at what, and then you see their brain thinking because mad is not the actual. It doesn't convey right. what they're actually feeling. It's more like because I'm feeling this other thing, it makes me upset. Right. But upset is not the thing that I'm feeling. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's like, like a response. I'm to. angry
0: because X. Like you have to. Yeah. You got to put the because in there so you can try to get yeah. to the root.
1: Almost like because I'm sad, I'm angry.
0: Like in our situations, like I'm mad because I'm really just sad. Mm -hmm. And I haven't really conveyed the feeling of loss Mm -hmm. that we had. And we haven't really worked through that. Mm. So it was really like a feeling of loss Mm -hmm. turned into anger because we didn't deal with it. Mm.
1: That's deep. Deepness. Mm -hmm. That's so deep. I'm going to start calling you six feet.
0: Don't do that. (laughs)
1: No. call me Marianne. This is something that's <laughs> at least close to my name, <laughs> oh man that was funny yeah but yeah i i i think I think stress you know kind of to put a cap on it. I think stress is one of those things that is always there, like I don't think there is a stress free person on the planet right. I think it's just a matter of how you manage your daily stress you know your your gravity your omnipresent stress Mm -hmm. and how you mitigate your new stressors as they come in Mm -hmm. because sometimes you can't do the same tactic for both types right but i think if you that mitigation piece is hyper important and then when you do spring a leak and you are stressed to make sure you're not projecting or lashing out Yep, to your spouse to say, so because that's the that really gives them the opportunity to help you. Yeah, because when you lash out or if you hit them with the, you won't you don't understand. You or you
0: can't understand. Yeah, that's you, just really you saying I don't fully understand, which is okay. Yeah, yeah, but it's I know a projection. I, yeah, it's a projection because I know there have been plenty of times where I come to you and you're like, "What is wrong?" and I'm like, "I'm stressed, but I really don't." quite understand why yet so just give me a few
2: mm-hmm.
0: i'll let you know by lunchtime or by the end of the day yeah like i try to always now put on a timetable because don't i want that on them all day long
1: all day long
0: i might need that mm-hmm. so i'm like i'm gonna work through this thing by x time mm-hmm. and then ask me and if i still don't know then we're gonna talk through it because i i'm at that point i just must need help kind of trying to figure it out
1: mm-hmm and that, and I think I think that's that's hyper important to not to not do those two things, and then, like you said, that's a great piece of advice too to put that timetable on it. Like, I'm bugging out, but give me till tomorrow at lunchtime, and we'll talk about it. And even if you gotta force yourself to talk about it at that point, you give the your spouse uh, a opportunity to help and some closure. And then you never know. Sometimes if somebody know you're stressed out, they may not necessarily walk on eggshells around you, but they may just be a little nicer to you. That's what I was going
0: to say earlier. I'm glad you said that because it's like it's important to know. Like if I say to you, I'm stressed, you have to know what your spouse needs to deal with a thing like that. So like for me, if I'm stressed, butter me up a little bit, Mm -hmm. like rub my feet, rub my shoulders those types of things. For you, when you're stressed, you also like rub your feet and all of that. But sometimes you just need a moment. Mm-hmm. So I'll ask him like, do you want me close or do you need a moment?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So it's like, then you then I know, okay, he needs a moment this time. So then I'll, you know, do something in another place of the house. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you'll be like, "Nah, just come sit beside me. And you'll play PlayStation, or we'll listen to music and kind of you know get lost in conversation about oh I remember when we were so and so and we were listening to this album, but you have to if and if you don't know, don't assume that you do.
1: Right. That's you know, actually that's actually really, really 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 fantastic.
0: Don't impose your relief, your stress relief, which is another projection on your on your spouse mm-hmm. or your significant other.
1: Mm-hmm. Go play this game.
0: Yeah. Ask. Because mm-hmm. doing something like that is just gonna make them more stressed out. Because now you're trying to make me do something I don't even want to do. Right. So I'm mad, and now I'm even more mad because you're trying to tell me something I don't even like.
1: Which is gonna cause me to lash out.
0: Right. So just if you don't know what they want, ask.
2: Mhm. Mhm.
0: And if you do, then like like with you, there's always an option. Like you want me to cl- close, or you need a moment. Mhm. And you just say it just soft and gentle. Do you want me close this time? Cuz that's again going to make make you lash out. Yeah. You want me close, you need a moment and then follow suit. Yeah. For me, I usually don't need a moment more than I just need to be close. Mm-hmm. I need I need the the soft place, the it's okay.
1: Mm-hmm. I need that. But, and the, and the nice gestures help too sometimes when if you walk into a situation cuz that's happened before. Like you coming home from work and you get home, and the other person stressed out, you just walk through the door. You have no idea why they stressed mm-hmm. out, but if you sometimes offer a helping hand, maybe wrangle the kids. Oh, let me go and take the clothes upstairs. Let me wash the dishes, mm-hmm. and you start doing little stuff to try to lighten their their proverbial load. And unless unless you get shooed out the way, you know, old school shoo gone. You just you messing it up. Unless you, As long as you don't get that, you know what I'm saying? I think that can help, you know, bring down the levels enough to have the conversation. Because right. if you're just walking into it, you don't want to step on a landmine, think you helping, and that blow up in your face. You know what I'm saying?
0: But if that's not that person's way to deal with stress, do that because that's a help. But then also do what they... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, you so do, like, you there, do there that. do that. times when I know, like, you'll... Start occupying the kids, but then later on, you'll, you know, rub my shoulders or something. Mm -hmm. Or, like, there are times when you'll be like, I need a moment. And even though you need a moment, I'll come back upstairs with a glass of apple juice or something. Mm -hmm. And I'll rub your shoulders or, like, kiss you on the forehead or something. But, you know, still not talking to you, not engaging you in conversation, but giving you something that I know you enjoy. Mm Mm-hmm. And walking away again. Mm-hmm. Sometimes after that, you'll be like, "You can stay," mm-hmm. and sometimes you don't. Yeah. But just ch- still, like, I know you're going through something. I wanted to show you that I care, and when you're ready, I'm ready to talk.
1: Exactly, and that's and that's that's what I'm saying. Like I said, if you come in the house to that <clears throat> situation, and it's like you start helping, and that person's like, "Stop, go, go somewhere else or something like that." That's when you know, okay, what I'm doing is not helping. Mm -hmm. Let me just go somewhere else and, you know, like, now, okay, that's not helping, but let me wrangle the kids. Right. You know what I'm saying? Even if it's not a direct help, me keeping the kids occupied is one less thing where somebody's coming to ask you a question or or bug you. And then it's like, oh, because a lot of times you'll recognize that and say, oh, Thanks for wrangling the kids or whatever, because you finished whatever you was doing, you got a moment, and then I can, and then that becomes my inroad to be like, well, what's wrong? What's mm-hmm. going on? Or what did I miss or whatever? And then we can start that that process. But if you come in and you in the heat of it,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: it's just like, what's wrong with you? That ain't gonna work.
2: Right.
1: <laughs> that is not gonna exactly. go over well. That is going to be a, oh, you want to know what's wrong with I'll me?
0: I'll tell you every little thing. <laughs> you about to find out
1: what's wrong with me, Jack. You're going to be sorry, you guys. Mm-hmm. So, I think that, I think that was good. Yeah. That was good. Did you have anything else you wanted to add?
0: The only other thing is, if all else fails and you really just don't know what to do, just grab hands and pray. We've done that yeah. many, multiple, hundreds of thousands of times.
1: Yeah. That was not what I was thinking in my head, but yes, that, <laughs> oh, that works too. <laughs> if all else fails, pray.
0: I mean, that other thing that you were thinking works works also <laughs> sometimes. But, I mean, and, and for us, I know that that's an endearing thing. Like, I don't know, like, especially in you're in that, like, for me, when I'm in that, I don't really know what it is.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And
0: then you'll just pray for me mm-hmm. or like mm-hmm. if it's you and you're like i need a moment or like when it's you and you're like you can sit next to me now and i'll just grab your little head and i'll just pray for you
1: mm-hmm. i don't know that's what i was wondering too
0: but,
1: <laughs> but yeah. um yeah. Pray, prayer is, uh, nah, is, nah. is actually, a no no that's actually that's actually a really good one because being being uh enlightened people and and spiritual people at the same time uh i think you know it is true that sometimes you have to temper your brain with uh some spirituality because you'll get in your head and you'll try to find all of these kind of
0: mm-hmm. for
1: lack of a better word mechanical ways to solve the problem when sometimes there you isn't. You just don't need to do anything. Yeah. Like, there isn't it, a mechanical way. It's kind
0: of like you with the door, like, just sit down. Mm hmm. Just be. hmm. And then you'll see, oh, because I wasn't supposed to go through that door. The door to my right been open the whole time. Time.
1: Right. But I'm two inches from this door. I can't see the sign. I can't see and the, the sign just on pushing. this one.
0: I'm still pushing. But then you're like, man, oh. You yep. sit down, close your eyes, you pray, you open them and you realize, man, the door behind me been open the whole time.
1: And sometimes you see a ton of options. Sometimes you walk away from that door and you say a little prayer while you're walking away in your sadness, you know, because you think I'm leaving this opportunity behind. And then just to finish your prayer, look up and realize there's other doors Mm-hmm. Sometimes they're windows. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Even a doggy door get you out of the situation, right. depending on what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So it's like, man, I've been in this room, thinking this was the only way. When really, I got ten different options, and I'm free to choose any one of them.
0: Why am I so bent Stop. on focusing on this particular one? On
1: this door, and then you looking at the door and realize it's a it pull the whole time. So right. you're like, even that just became. An option, a viable option,
0: but I was looking at it the wrong way. Yeah, and I look around, and I'm like, Oh,
1: look at all these options I got. And so. then if
0: you're married, you have decision fatigue, and then you're sitting on the floor, like, Lord, now what am I supposed to do? though? <laughs>
1: which one is the right one? But that's what <laughs> that's I said, that's another whole yeah, story. that's why I said that's why that making the wrong decision definition is so real. Yeah, because defining things, defining things, and, I, and that's that's another thing I think. Uh, I want to make sure. People who listen to this here, I think it's... I can't overstate how important it is for you and your spouse to define certain things between you two.
0: Absolutely.
1: And maybe even at every conversation. Absolutely. To say, man, I feel this. And then you say...
0: But what does that look like? What does that mean? Can you define this?
1: Because... For me, that means drink water out of a, out of a doggy bowl. Mm-hmm. And for you, it's let's just go to dinner. Right. You know what I'm saying? We need to... That was I, a
0: very, very awkward example.
1: Yeah, that was purposefully. <laughs> purposefully. For the doggy bowl, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's how miscommunication happened, right? It's
0: true. But you it know? was awkward.
1: Because mis- that's how miscommunication <laughs> happened, right? Like, something something like, you know... I remember one time I don't I I know I told you this story, but I remember one time when uh, I was in Carolina, and I needed a like I needed air in my tire or something, mm-hmm. and I had two dimes and a nickel, which mm-hmm. is a quarter. But where we come from, when you want a quarter, you say a case quarter, mm-hmm. right? You've heard that, right? Yes. So I'm I'm just like okay I got twenty five cents, but I need a case quarter right and so I remember walking up to somebody some random person and was just like hey do you have a case quarter and they was like "Oh, what
0: yeah I've heard of that I've never used it because to me if I say a quarter I mean the coin
1: yeah yeah but it was just it was one of those things where I had been in a situation because I used to do that too and I've been in a situation where I asked somebody for a quarter and they were like you have one right there which is two dimes and a nickel.
0: No, I have 25 cents. I need a quarter.
1: Right, but this is back to yeah the miscommunication. You see what I'm saying? Where at home, you know, in Virginia, where we're from, I could have asked any person i seen in, like, I feel like a hundred mile radius of where we grew up and been like, do you have a case quarter? And they would reach in their pocket and give me a quarter. You know what I'm saying? Here in Carolina, it was like do you have a case quarter and it turned into a 20 minute conversation because they were flabbergasted by the the concept the yeah like i've never heard that what what do you mean what are you asking me for mm-hmm. well isn't that this and it was this whole dialogue about it where i'm like man if there was if me and that person had defined that at the beginning of the conversation it would have been a lot easier yeah and i think for couples it's the same thing cuz you know, we are lucky enough to have grown up in a similar area
2: mm-hmm. of
1: the world with similar terminologies and things like that. But I, I would imagine if you're, you know, uh, interracial... From two different areas? Yeah, yeah. In,
0: like you were going to say, interracial, interracial marriage? Com- yeah,
1: yeah. You know, where...
0: There are certain things you need to make sure that the other person understands. Yeah, where
1: it's very... Where you have a wide degree of cultural difference. Mm-hmm. I feel like certain terms or Certain, not necessarily terms themselves, because I don't want to be that specific, but certain ideals are just conveyed differently Mm -hmm. and received differently Mm -hmm. in families. You know what I'm saying? So if you take the time to, hey, just ask, what does that mean to you? Because to me, you know, Valentine's Day is not a big deal. It does
0: require that you have a very um, understanding and uh open way of thinking because you know we were just talking not too long ago about the thing that you're good at you don't necessarily know you're good at a thing if it's always just been a part of you so like case quarter was a part of who you were in virginia Mm -hmm. so when you went up to someone in north carolina or, like, let's say you weren't asking for it and you were just in conversation. A person that was there might have been like, I don't even know what that is. I don't want to seem like I'm, like, dumb. But yeah." And they're trying to glean what it is from your context. But they're still sitting there like, well, I don't even know what that is. Because it's such a part of who you are mm-hmm. that it didn't buzz you to say, oh, wait, they might not understand that.
2: Yeah. It's so
0: it, it's it's a, it's a level of enlightenment that you have to have to even first understand that there are certain things that are so naturally you that when you're dealing with someone from a different area or a different race, that they just might not see it the same way. It's just kind of like when you were going overseas a lot and people weren't, and, and their cultures are so different from ours. Well, if you don't know that, you don't know it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Or, or like you, as a professional, I remember early days of you teaching. You start talking about IEPs and all this stuff, and I would just sit there and smile and nod. And I was like, at some point, she's gonna define what an IEP is, because I have no idea what that yeah. is.
0: Yeah, I mean, you gave me my fair share of payback. Yeah, with your JSON and your HVAC <laughs> and your PDQ and I mean H- all of that.
1: HVAC man, that just changed <laughs> professions like that. you said with your HVAC and your PDQ. but
0: yes, if you do take the time to address and define things, you will s- certainly eliminate some of the stressors yeah absolutely. that you would come to absolutely. so that that's a beneficial thing for stress management as well mm-hmm. amongst you know your your partner mm-hmm. because if you're, If you're looking at one thing from one definition and they're looking at it from another, there's friction there. Mm -hmm. And until you define what that means and then, oh, that's what that means to you. This is what that means to me. Even if you don't come to a consensus, at least the other person knows when I say this, this is what they think that I mean. Mm -hmm. And when they say that, this is what they mean.
1: And, And even if you forget and you bump your heads a couple of times. At least you end those conversations with the other person feeling seen and heard.
0: Exactly.
1: So it's not is is even if they say, "I feel like we talked about this before." And yes, we did, but I forgot. But at least the other person at least starts to feel seen and heard. So it's not a lopsided conversation, right? It's I had my chance to define this thing as it mean as it stands for me, and the other person says, "I've had a chance to hear that." And then you move on with life. So, yeah, I think we, I think we nailed this one.
0: Yeah, talk a little bit about stress. Mhm.
1: Stress is a trip because it'll creep up on you, and you'll wake up one morning with a headache or something crazy and not know where it's coming and muscle from. Muscle aches
0: and all yeah. kinds of stuff. Yeah.
1: My grandma used to say, "Stress, stress will kill you quicker than anything else mm-hmm. in this world." So,
0: I mean, when you're talking about even being healthy. Lowering your stress is... On is, that list. Is a... Is a <laughs> it's a bullet a on suppressant. the list. A it's, it's an immune, um, immunity builder.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Just it's eliminating just
0: eliminating stress.
1: It's funny that that's a bullet on the list in general, right? Yeah. Lower your stress. You got high blood pressure? Check your stress levels. Mm-hmm. You got a couple other ones. Yeah. Check, one of the bullets is lower your stress. Lower your
0: stress. It's on a lot of them, actually.
1: Yeah. So, well... Thanks for listening, everyone.
0: Thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram, 9-7-podcast.
1: Yep. Like, rate, review, comment.
0: Yes. Under each episode, I mean, for each episode, I put up a little um, post. So if you like the episode, leave us a comment. Yep. Sometimes yeah. I put a question up there. Sometimes I don't. Yeah. But leave a comment. I,
1: I want to find a picture of the red neon to put up there.
0: We should. I so oh, I know oh I know we have one from prom senior year. Mm.
1: I don't know if I want to put a, my prom picture up there.
0: <laughs> but I know that that's I that one readily stands out to me. Oh
2: okay. Okay. No. Well, all right guys, thank thanks you everyone. all
0: for listening. Bye.
2: Bye.